welcome to the Clutter Meet. How are you doing this week, Shalina? I'm great, Shirag. What we're going to talk today about is about shopping and how to reduce the amount of things you buy when you shop and what to do before you shop. So decluttering your shopping habits. Let's call it that today. I'm going to guess that like advice number one has to be have this podcast in your ears while you walk into the mall. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, yeah. Have it on all the time. But you need it on beforehand as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like as you're walking into the mall, you kind of like hear those tips all over again and be like, yeah, you know, just get in the zone. Maybe I should just have one that just goes, do not buy that. Do not buy that. No, it will look awful on you. No, you don't need that bag of sugar. Yeah, I think we'll do that. We'll do one. Like a series style thing customizable with different you know items so we just sit and record them and then to be like shalina should i buy sugar no no no. (laughs) yeah for everything should i buy those pair of shoes no (laughs) you could not do the get rid of two rule therefore you cannot buy this no exactly (laughs) will you be able to find it in five seconds No. <laughs> so that's our idea for the next podcast. We got some nice reviews, right? And one of the one of the reviews we got, the guy reached out and he basically said, Hey, you know, this this what's really nice about this, you're doing like these simple tips, right? Maybe you should get like an Alexa skill so that someone can say, Hey, give me my declutter podcast of the day or give, give me give me my declutter tip today and it will like read out the episode. That was his suggestion. Mm, okay, we'll do that. Don't know how we do that, but yeah, we'll do that. No, but I'm like, it kind of fits into this idea. Yeah, we'll do that. Cool. So let's talk about shopping. Um, Let's start with what would be your tip number one? Like, this is like, if you don't do this, it's going to fail. Oh, oh, well, there's so many. Okay. Um, First, before you go shopping, so say you know there's a sale going to happen soon, or you have to go to the supermarket uh, and you want to buy food. First, go in that area. So go in the kitchen, go in all the food cupboards, see what you have and spend half an hour to look at all the food and see, has it expired? Do you eat it? Do you even like it? Did you get it when you were on holiday and it's got truffles in it, which is really expensive, but you don't actually like the taste of truffles? You know, things like that. Look at that, you know, in your kitchen. Or do you have Himalayan salt and you never actually use it, but you just bought it because it was trendy? Um, you know, things like that. So, are, the, are these specific examples coming out of personal experience? Customer? Yes, yes, this happens with clients. Yes, yeah, yeah. There's been a, a luckily, I do eat lots of Himalayan salt, so I end up having to take it from clients because they never use it. So it's great for me. So there's things, there's there's certain things. I'm like, you know, when you go on holiday, especially to Europe, you buy these special foods, and I, I find people buy in bulk, so they don't just buy one item and see if they actually like the taste of it. They buy like five packets of it so then it's expired after a year so you know first go in your you know your kitchen your wardrobe if you're going clothes shopping and check how much you got and what you have and if you've got room to buy more things and to fit it in um so i'd say do that first and then do a list make a list shopping lists are the best things ever because they keep you focused and it means that you don't have to then go up and down all the aisles or in all the shops. You know what you're looking to buy and you just buy that. Don't buy anything else. Like, unless it's a really nice bar of chocolate, maybe. But that's it, you know, two main tips. And then we get into the shopping bit. Like, why are you going shopping? Is there a reason you're going shopping? Um, for food shopping, we can understand. You're going food shopping because you're going to buy food. But some people go food shopping because of other emotional or psychological reasons as well so they're over shopping overeating for other reasons so there's 
that whole element as well and the same for clothes shopping so we know you know from my experience dealing with clients um, and reading articles that a lot of people go shopping because they're stressed they're lonely uh, they're dealing yeah there's work issues and I mean that used to happen with me when I used to work as a lawyer didn't have much time to go shopping um, but I had a very stressful job and my way of dealing with the stress would be to go out in you know to the malls on a Friday morning before everybody else turned up to go shopping and buy expensive items mostly shoes but that does happen and so I can understand why other people might do that but you need to find out what that reason is and if there is a way that you can go to a counsellor or go for say hypnotherapy or just talk to someone because there's psychological reasons for why you're shopping and there are people that shop all the time so there's a lot of people who go to these websites like net Porter um or the outnet or whatever you know and they will shop nearly every few days and so there are continuous things coming shipped in which they've bought um and that's just because they're lonely they're stressed they're bored they don't have anything else to do they don't have a hobby so they're doing they're saying that shopping is their hobby you know and that's fine to a point but it's not healthy and you're also then just cluttering your house and your wardrobe um so have a look at that um if you have got money issues and you're finding it's being um, exasperated by the shopping talk to a financial advisor and find out how you can alleviate the burden of your you know your bills um sort out your income sort out how to sort out you know income and expenses and see how much you can spend on shopping um, because that will help you a lot as well and and stop using a credit card pay only with cash because that will help you as well um, to stop you buying these impulse purchases these big expensive items as well because you'll go actually no I can't because I've only got cash so that's another good way to you know to stop uh, and or to reduce your shopping. It kind of helps you realize actually how much you're spending sometimes. Right? When you when you swipe a card, it's, that action is the same. It, you, it's the same action when you if you buy something that's twenty dirhams, and it's the same action when you buy something that's a thousand dirhams. Exactly. And so you don't really make a visual or a, or a mental distinction between them. Whereas when you're taking out, you know, like you have to pay a thousand. Yeah. It's a very different. Yeah. Um, and that's true. And so, you know, these are the things to do before you've even entered into the mall or into the supermarket, into shops. Think about all these things. Um, you know, some some organizers do suggest people use apps to, you know, to make, um, to track all the purchases they make. That's all fine and good if you're an organized person and if you've got patience and you're tech savvy. But it does take time. And then, to, you know, to scan the receipt and to make sure it's all populated properly it's it takes so much time sometimes that it's it's painful so if you want to do that great if you've got an accountant who can do that for you even better but it's not a life or death situation that you have to do that just do things like use cash instead of credit card that will be a better way to track your purchases rather than using an app but that's an idea for some people if they're into that um so yeah so that's before we go shopping then we go into the malls we go into the supermarkets when you're in there um say if it's a sale so sales are a big thing and they're all they're happening all the time when you go into the shop and you see something ask yourself do you need it do you actually have to buy it will it look amazing go try it on and see if it does look amazing and ask someone if it does look good um and then think about where are you going to put it 
Like, will it fit in your wardrobe? Do you have space for it? Um, or do you have space for it in your cupboards or wherever you're going to put it? Um, if you don't, then why are you buying it? Or will you be able to get rid of things from home? And remember, there's a two for one rule. So if you buy one thing, you have to get rid of two things. So um, if you do buy something, have you already got two things that you're going to take out of? you know um, out of your house because you've bought this one thing so that's another thing to think about as well another thing is um, how many times do you go to the malls or to the shops do you go every day how much money do you spend on petrol on the shopping element the the hassle of driving in the traffic and dealing with maniacs on the road the stress the energy think about all of that that that's a cost on your life as well. That's a cost on your day. So it's not just a monetary cost, it's a mental cost as well. So think about that. Like, is it worth it going to those shops all the time? You know, um, if you do shop regularly, we talked about the net, net porter and Outnet and all these ones. If you do use them often, delete the apps from your phone um, and remove the bookmarks from your computer because that will help you to not get access it all the time obviously it is very easy to type the name of the, the shop on google but this could be a way to stop you buying all the time when you're on your phone and you're bored um so that's one thing to do um another thing is to um that i recommend always is to unsubscribe from the mails the the emails that you get from these shops as well because they entice you with these amazing pictures of all these clothes and they're new in stock remove them so I get them from Netta Porter and Selfridges and some other companies I've now unsubscribed because I don't want to see that there's this beautiful pair of shoes or this lovely dress that I could buy or kitchen appliances I like buying kitchen appliances um I don't want to um I don't want to see that I don't want to be enticed by it um so that's the, the main things to do um and try and find some other activities to do like a sporting activity um, because it's more it's better for you in the long run it's more healthy even though you do do a lot of steps when you walk around in malls but this is a better way of getting those steps um, and that will help you as well a lot so uh, you talked about like you know people being organized and stuff like that right uh, so I think I think probably one of the bigger issues people have is that they don't make lists they're not good about making lists rather I wouldn't say that they don't make lists but they're not good about it right so I mean I have tons of people that you know they'll start They'll do it once, they'll do it twice, and then, yes. then it just because there's just too much work, and it's just like, it's whatever, I'll, I'll go to the mall and I'll figure it out, or I'll go to the yeah. shop and I'll figure it out, right? Yeah. Like, how, how would you, what would be your advice to, like, try to make that a habit? So with the, the shopping list, what I do, I have it on um, Evernote or on an app called TickTick, which is my to-do list anyway. And you can create a shopping list and um, a tick box bit. And so I have that. And most of the items are the same items I buy all the time, you know, food items. And then I'll add in other clothes, you know, clothing items, magazines, whatever, you know, books. So you have that always with you and you build on that habit. So every time you're walking around in your house and you think, oh, I need to buy something, you add it to that list. And then you can see that list and see, actually, I don't need this. I don't need that. That's a waste of money. That's just, you know, it's not urgent. So that's one way of doing it. So that's building the habit, though. You have to keep on doing it. And it does take time. But once you've got that in place, that will help you a lot when you're going for the actual shop because you have that list. Yeah. And I think that using apps like this is actually useful as well. If you're more than one person living in the house, a spouse, or it could be anybody, um, it's useful because then, you know, if someone has already picked up something, like you're not doubling it because, you know, both of you have had this conversation in the morning where, oh, we need milk. And then you've both gone and individually done that or, or something like that. Yeah. It, would, it would help there too. 
And with these um, apps, um, with certain ones, you can share them. So you can share it, say, with your maid as well, so she could use that same uh, note and add in all the things, say, the cleaning products that you need to buy, so you're not buying doubles of that as well. So that's a big issue. That, And also because then you can v- see in the cupboards what you have, because oftentimes you're going to the supermarket and say to the maid, do we have mop cleaner? And they'll say, no, no, and then you go home and there's three of them. So things like that, so you make sure that everything's there on this list. But we can talk about that in another... The old side of like, you know, writing stuff and the, sticking it on the fridge and then everybody just contributes to that list kind of thing. Yeah. Yes, it's the same, yeah, same method, but more techy. So that's it for today. So if people need help with trying to curb their shopping and how to get organized with that and decluttering before it, they can contact me at any time on my website, declutterme.com. And they can also connect with us on social media and I'm happy to answer any questions there. (music) 